0: Hello, and welcome to Front Office Features. My name is Rob Crane, and I am here, as always, with Chris Valente. Chris, hello. Hello, Rob. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. We didn't do one of these last week together because we both kind of ran out of, like... Wife Steam. approval time. Yeah,
1: that, we we did some other things behind the scenes. We had a bunch of interviews, so I think we 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 eventually got to a point where we we're like, okay, we did our front office features, um, obligation we, we, obligation requirements. We should probably save some of our uh, content for another week. So
0: yeah, right, we're back. We we are we're back. It's good to see you, um, and it is. Uh, it's good to be back talking about this. I kind of missed it. I'm not going to lie. It's like I said, it's ever since we've started this, it's cathartic. It's like a stress relief. You know, I, um, I am struggling right now with present moment awareness. Oh, so because yeah, you, you want to elaborate on that? I do. The ballpark, polar park is a wonderful ballpark, which you have seen. I have and it is a lot it is a big endeavor right and in when we were building uh like I said I've been lucky enough to do this this is my third one of these minor league ballparks in a best of times best of times this is stressful it's like March 1st almost right in the best of times this is stressful to do this in a pandemic when we don't know like How many people are coming? When are they coming? Who's coming? How much money I got for, you know, corporate partners wanting to know what's going on? Season ticket holders wanting to know what's going on? Mini plans, single game tickets. Like, there's so many questions that take so much time, effort, and energy to put in the thoughtful answer. I'm starting to feel like there's not enough time in the day to do it, and... I'm, like, up at 11 o'clock at night, and I'm, like, I haven't done anything that I wanted to do, and it's, like, so you're just, like, going a million, like, you you can't stop, right? Like, it just doesn't stop. So you're, like, you don't, like, I'm playing with my kids, and, because you got to give them attention, too. Right. And I'm not even remotely thinking about playing with the kids. I am... Thinking about it, it's like, oh, I haven't followed up with this person. We've got a parking discussion tomorrow. I've got to walk through some of these season ticket scenarios, and then it's like, not like your kids
1: four, go play with them on the playback. I know exactly what you're talking about because you always have to have those moments of like, does it really matter? Am I stressing out over the right things right now? And then I, I, you know what? It's, it's oddly you bring this up. I went for a run today because it was fifty degrees outside and the snow is starting to melt here. And I was like, I need to go outside. And It was nice to actually go for a run and sweat and not freeze. That was actually yeah, right. a nice change of pace. And as I was running, and that's usually when I like kind of have the clarity moments. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to get stressed out over the next couple months because it's going to be stressful and it's going to be doing. It's what's an, what's annoying for me, and I'm sure somewhat for you right now, is it's your your reacting versus acting. Oh yeah, you're you're reactive instead
0: of proactive. I think guys Completely. like us and we're naturally proactive. It's all right. I understand this. We're able to plan for this. So when you're a partner, when you're a fan, when you're a guest, when you're a vendor, you have no idea how the sausage is made, right? You just Correct. come up and be like, "I had a good time. See ya." Right? And now, like, you know, it's like, all right, I'm not going to tell you what ingredients you can make. What ingredients you're gonna have? How many you're gonna have of them? But I anticipate your the sausage to come out on April 13th, and it's got to be freaking good.
1: And you're like, yeah. uh, it's it's definitely. So right. I have to remind myself that we got through last year, and that was probably the hardest part ever. I also wasn't building a ballpark, so I say that about my situation. And then I start to think, you know what's funny? It's like, here's what here's my advice I would give you on our advice podcast. On <laughs> our advice podcast. Uh, you, if you probably think back to your last two ballparks yep. that you were building, there was probably a lot of the similarities minus COVID. And yeah, you got are. through it, and it's like it never even happened. And if you just kind of like sit, sometimes like take that step back and be like, you know what? I've been here. I've done this. It'll be okay in three months. We're never going to have this conversation ever again and life will go on. And to not try and like, I get it. Cause we're not like those type of people and having that clarity of moment of stepping back out of the situation and giving yourself like the 10,000 foot view and looking down and yeah. like, you kind of have to sometimes just do it because you're not going to solve the world's problems. There's only so much you can control in the day. You don't have any answers cause nobody does. Right. Nobody nope. has any answers. We're all we're we're all reliant right now on other people, and it's a really weird feeling for people like us to have com- complete non-control of a situation. It's it's definitely been challenging. Like I said, it's stressful enough to do
0: one of these, and I definitely remember you know tough conversations. And I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast. Uh, did I say? Did I tell the story about? the audio in Scranton on opening day
1: Yeah, you did when it didn't turn on. Yeah. And you're delaying. Yeah, and it was the mixers or, weren't working. Yeah, yeah. And then
0: two weeks I tell you what 1 foot uh, so then the yeah, like two weeks before this season they're putting the the last thing to go in were the bleachers, right? And apparently bleachers go in really quickly. Right? They're aluminum bleachers that are built in, you know, 2 seconds. I got a phone call like two weeks before the ballpark's supposed to open. So the bleachers were like the connection from the outfield to like the seating bowl in the concourse. And there was like a whole bunch of like water and electricity that was supposed to go underneath them that connects the outfield to the concourse, right? It's the last thing to go together because you had to have access to the field. And that was kind of the way our access to the field is. I got a phone call on like a Saturday. It says, uh, Rob, uh, uh, bleachers uh, are, you know, they're prefabricated, are one foot nine inches off. And they are totally screwing up uh the uh, the connection, and we're not sure that we can have opening day. You need to start planning for alternative uh, uh, an alternative. And I was like, "What? <laughs> right like let take a second and let me comprehend what you just said. and so we were working through like alternatives, like, how the hell are we going to do this?" You know, how many days later are we going to be? Because they got the rise and the run off. So it, didn't, so it like so it didn't, over it the didn't, course of, you know, 20 rows, it was one foot nine inches off. And you go to Scranton right now, and if you walk the right field concourse, there's a, a railing where the bleachers connect to the outfield. And that railing's supposed to be straight. It's got a bend in the railing. Of one foot and nine inches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. So they anyway. fixed it.
0: They fixed it, and we had opening day, uh, but it was tight.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, but think about that. Like these are the same we things you're it. probably going through right now. You made it, and then years later, you look back and you go, "Oh yeah, no big one deal." One foot nine. One foot nine inches will be a number that lives in infamy. Yeah. No. And it's it's tough, right? Like, and it's the same thing for folks who had an internship lined up and now completely out of their control, lost it because of yeah. unmitigating un- circumstances. I-, I just think like people like you and I sometimes need to do that reality check of what we do is still just sports. It's not going to make or break society. We, we, we get paid to do something really cool for a living. There's only so much of what we control we do our best and everything else that falls into place. It's so hard. It's so hard. That. No, look, and like 99% of the time, I'm like you, like in the, yeah, like right. the current situation you're in. But that one time, like where you get some clarity and you can kind of like just take a step back and be like, my you know wife, what? I call into my wife moments of clarity. I think I'm yeah. having a moment of clarity right now. Yeah. And just like, all right, I'm going to go play with my kids because I've done, I've done all I can. I can only talk to so many partners who are mad right now about we have no answers. I'm like, you want to have an answer? Call the governor of Massachusetts. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, I'm this sorry. isn't my fault. This isn't my fault, and I can't solve it for you either. I can only react. And that's the puff part, right, is reacting versus being proactive. Right. The, the, the proactive is like staying close to them and talk, talking and having conversations. But at the end of the day, like, again, you can only do so much. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. And uh, I'll keep uh, everybody You'll updated it. about what's in going June, on. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to get through. In June, when the ball, the place is packed and everyone's having hot dogs and beers and everyone's loving life. Yeah, it'll be great. Well, until then, <laughs> I'll be up till midnight
0: tonight. Um, so one of the things that was really good that we did uh, last week, right, we did the San Diego State uh, seminar with some of their per- uh, perspective um, uh, sports NBA, uh, you know, potential uh, folks that will be joining San Diego State.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Um, we had two San Diego State alum who were earlier in their career from the sports NBA program join us and we, we got to kind of just like give backgrounds in our career and, and cover topics in today's <clears throat> industry teed up a lot of it by our, our CMO Alina great job great organizing job, that Alina. and then uh, it was fun and Scott Minto our, our good buddy was was on there moderating and, and making us look smart by giving us some softball questions but it's uh, the feedback that they got was they got some people who said they couldn't wait to join the program some people from the panel reached out and said they thoroughly enjoyed it so we just do what we do buddy just we just just we, we, enri- we just enrich the future of this industry with knowledge right just dropping <laughs> knowledge the knowledge
0: though can be debated on how good it is but at <laughs> least it's knowledge right it's content content's Look, king and we're
1: putting out content it's all about conviction if you sound like you know what you're talking about people believe how the hell do you think i've made a career yeah i just just pretend, just pretend. fake it till you make it fake it
0: <laughs> yeah i've uh I've next t-shirt cr- I fake uh, we gotta put on a first t shirt first. That's true. We
1: do need we do need some swag. We need some front office it's been long I enough. I just think
0: we need front office features gear. Like just yeah. so it says front office features podcast right totally. here. Right there. That's simple. No, I agree. Maybe I I take I take some ideas. I mean our CMO, right? Our CMO can uh start working on we can start thinking about some uh some
1: merch. Oh totally. Oh before we can Should we get a
0: free first free t shirt would go to Alina second free T uh First free t shirt is going to Scott Minto. Second free t shirt is going to Alina. We'll get the third and fourths. Michael Scott. Gotta, can't, oh can't, yeah! Big shout out to Michael Scott, but, huh?
1: Yeah, we. Uh, Am I not allowed to talk about it yet? I don't know. I don't think we can. But we'll. But yes. Uh, all right. Big shout out to Michael Scott. He'll know. He'll know what we're talking about. Big um, shout out, Michael Scott. Congratulations uh, that, uh,
0: on something that we're not allowed to talk about. The OG, We're congratulating
1: baby. the OG we're, social. The OG social media the, uh, the, correspondent the of front, front office features. Oh, uh, my goodness. So, before we keep going, we're now twelve minutes, and I want to do this a minute into our podcast. We know how many of you listen because we see the download numbers. Uh, It continually keeps going up, which thank you for that. What we need some of you to do as you're listening to this podcast is hit the pause button right now. Go subscribe, go rate, go review the podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, whatever, however you listen to this podcast. Please go do that. It only helps boost us up in the search. Also, Alina has been crushing it on social media lately. Go follow our Instagram. Go follow our Twitter. Go follow our Facebook. Go follow our... What else do we got? We got something else. Uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, we have LinkedIn. LinkedIn is LinkedIn's ex- a good one. exploding. Um, but yes, please do us a favor and go subscribe and review five stars only. Otherwise, don't subscribe and review, uh, but please do that. By the way, the people who give uh, – the, the star system is flawed,
0: right? You either get five stars or like one, right? Yeah, the, who's given a three star? Who's given like you really got to put in <laughs> – <laughs> Some like, like, I, all right, guys, I don't really know how I'm going to rate this podcast that I listen to, you know, a couple times a month, but man. All right. Let me see here. They're not really a two. I really like it's a three, four, but maybe, can I, can I give like a 4.6? No. The people who don't, who just don't give fives or if you like hate something or hate the host give a one, like, I don't understand the people who say like, I'm going to give this a three.
1: Yeah, like, I'm
0: gonna be in the middle.
1: <laughs> like, why even bother? Right? Why like bother? Why, like, why what waste are you doing? Then Just don't do anything. And then um, we can't talk about this either. But some massive news coming out of the Blue Wire Network coming soon. Oh, so baby, we, 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 we have attached to a rocket ship. Yes, we have. They, I mean, well, I I could say the same thing for them. I mean, that's the story. no. <laughs> yes, <So> without our <laughs> podcast front office features, damn it,
0: uh, we. Uh, they would be, uh, you know, proverbial shit out of luck because we run the, we drive this ship. We totally drive this ship. And
1: uh, I, or I, we're like a, you know, crew member, you know, kind of just <laughs> pushing <it> along. <laughs> we're in the engine room, just putting the coal right in the furnace, just making this baby churn. But no, it's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to announce shortly, uh, which is massive news for the industry and a big shakeup coming in the podcast world, I would say. Uh, but yes, we will. Hey, we're, we're doing what we call the teasers that we're so really terrible at. We've just done two of them, and <laughs> hopefully we pay them off at some point. Yeah, we're not. We're we're horrid, horrid, horrid teasers. So, I want to dive into a topic that has been trending over the last couple days. Uh, this is probably in line with a lot of the GameStop stuff, it would seem. Which, again, by the way, that, that stock went up 140% again today, GameStop. Don't today? Know today it went up 140 percent reddit crashed too by the way so i don't know how that's all happening but gamestop is flying off at the hinges they fired their cfo and it went up 140 percent. 140
0: percent. i saw that this morning when i was working out that they fired their the, uh, the board
1: member responsible for it was apparently the founder co-founder of chewy the the pet service yep
0: we uh, the only way that we get dog food now is by Chewy.
1: Yeah, we, we were we were a Chewy uh, subscriber um, for our for our pup as well, uh, but they apparently the story was he forced the CFO out because they want to take GameStop more digital, and good news is always good for stocks, but this is obviously manipulated again. But anyway, what I want to talk about, and this is going to be an interactive discussion, hopefully with our listeners. I need someone to talk to us like we're six years old and break down this huge phenomenon over the past like two weeks called NBA Top Shot. Right, so talk through. what 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 is this? So I will talk it to us as best as I can, as much as I know about it, and still probably have no idea what it is. And I've watched some videos on it, and I still can't have a head around. It's essentially a digital moment that you can own. And for instance, the the LeBron James dunk on someone that happened a couple years ago was sold for two hundred and nine thousand dollars. And you, I'm um, like on their
0: website right now. You can buy like it's like digital packs.
1: Yeah, so it's like it's like going to buy a pack of cards, right? Like at yeah. a at a store. Like if you bought baseball cards or basketball cards, that may possess this very valuable digital gif highlight whatever i don't understand what i don't what i can't wrap my head around is how are you the only one who now owns this moment and it's all
0: through blockchain
1: yes it's all through blockchain which is another whole like mind f but if you just click on lebron james and scroll through listings for lebron james there is listings on here for two hundred thousand dollars, sixty three thousand dollars, six hundred thousand dollars. For what? For his, so for his dunk on November fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, you can buy that for thirty four thousand five hundred dollars. Is the lowest ask? Buy what? The dunk. Well, the I digital don't... dunk. Is this again? This but it is, was on TV. Yeah, but like, is it on YouTube? You, no, are you on the website? Yeah. Click on, if you go to Marketplace, scroll down and see Search by Player towards the bottom. Yeah. Click on LeBron. Pick, go scroll down a little bit, and you'll see a couple that'll pop up, like $75,000. LeBron James, three-pointer, December 25th. You open that up, and this is what you can buy. It's listed for $75,000, and it's also listed for a quarter of a million dollars by 12... $63,000. For what? For that image. So that video that you see on there. And you now own that rare moment. So then do I take this
0: moment that I see here... and then sell it to, like, you ESPN? Can.
1: No, no. Like, you would then trade it on the... Like, you would either buy it and hold it like a piece of art or, like, buy, like going and buying the Honus Wagner card, right? Like, that. everyone always talked about the baseball card. I don't understand it in the slightest of why it's so valuable. That's why like, is it
0: so... I don't understand. Here, it's it got music. Can
1: you hear it? I can, yeah. So, but so then I was like, all right, is this just, like this GameStop thing, and it's a complete scam and a bubble that's going to explode. But then I saw Mark Cuban talking about it on... There's Twitter. like a bunch of stuff. It's like 50 grand, $40,000. $40, I screenshot... Dude, there's one on here for LeBron James. Dunk on October 11th is listed for $100,000 on the 2020 NBA file, NBA finals. What but- in... Yeah, Dunk, 100 grand. Yeah. And that's just like, you can then put that in, buy for, and then you click on buy for $100,000 and then you own that moment. And then- All right. So can you take me,
0: imagine what would happen if you told Rachel, be like, Rachel, I just made this unbelievable investment. What did you do? I spent $100,000- on this video right here
1: that's what i don't understand that's what i can't wrap my head around i i i, I get i <laughs> understand things are worth like what people are willing to pay for them but i don't understand well, i don't understand
0: what you're buying
1: yeah i don't understand right? you're so like are you buying video rights I, I i don't know and that's where i'm like okay so if you click on the common questions tab it doesn't really explain it like and then, but you can buy, you can end up getting one of those highlights in a pack for like a $10 purchase. And then you will like all of a sudden are the people who own these really rare, valuable ones. And then you can go on the marketplace and sell it like I like think you're on eBay. Like let's click on latest purchases. So marketplace transaction. Oh, we're experiencing high traffic right now. The transactions, pay, it's, it's that's how many people are on this damn thing. I. I so again, I would love So, look, you can go to buy a base set, contains three moments, $9, sold out. Cool Cats, $14, sold out. So, there's no, there's nothing available right now. Everything's sold out. What are you buying? Those things that you just saw. Those videos. Those little, like, cube things that were going around. Correct. So, you buy a pack of cards. Like, you would be like, oh, I just got the A-Rod rookie card, like, lucky. Like, you just got lucky, right? Yeah. I, I, but so when I, I was
0: looking for the Nomar rookie card at not just baseball cards on Cambridge Street in Burlington, Massachusetts in 1994
1: or whatever, that's what you're doing now on your phone. Correct, but then there, there it's a it's a video highlight. I don't under, but I don't under, I understand that concept. I don't understand why all of a sudden they're worth a quarter of a million dollars. Like what happened? Like, how is that a quarter of a million dollars? I don't understand how you create
0: scarcity, that's right? M- so that's like my point. You, the Honus Wagner, right? There's one of them, right? So there's a market because there's one of them, you know, supply, demand.
1: Right, I can right? go watch that video anytime I want of LeBron James' dunk. That's the point. Right, like-
0: so I don't understand. That's what I, that's what I don't understand. What? Where is the scarcity of this? And it's through blockchain, which you educated me some today, which is kind of the platform that Bitcoin's built on, right? So yep. like- how do they create scarcity of a digital currency? I don't understand, and hence why I haven't invested in it. Um,
1: well, Bitcoin. Have you like, invested in Bitcoin? No, I no I. I understand that it's been a made to people a lot of money. It's up to like fifty thousand dollars right now. I just I. I fifty thousand dollars of what? So one a Bitcoin is worth fifty thousand dollars. No, I, I understand US that, dollars. but like U.S. dollars. I don't know. I saw that uh, there are a couple of NFL guys that wanted paid in Bitcoin. Yeah, ton, than... a ton. Yeah, a ton did it. Yeah, like a ton of more guys are doing it. Some guys are investing heavily in the cryptocurrency. I understand the concept of cryptocurrency. I completely understand that. It's like a currency is only worth what someone's it's worth, right? Like the U.S. dollar is worth because if someone says it's worth what it is. Like it's fake. It's all kind of like right. It's not the, the we're off the gold standard. Right. Completely. So, I understand the concept of cryptocurrency. That you're using something to buy something else, I don't get. Like most people don't accept it, so I don't understand why it's so valuable, here nor there. I also understand like the need for maybe a centralized currency that isn't necessarily derived from a country. So I get crypto. I get cryptocurrency. I don't want to invest in it because I'm like, no, not for me. Could go from fifty thousand to zero. Could yes, that's the problem. Like it's not backed by anybody other than people's demand for it. So. This though blows my mind. I can't wrap my head around how a digital highlight can be worth so much so quickly, and people are paying these things like they're buying them. I so any listener out there who's probably much more in tune with this stuff because you're probably younger. I'd love to have them on. uh, Yeah, you can you can DM us on Instagram. You can tell us how this works. You could come on as a guest if you want to come on as a guest and walk our listeners through this and make a name for yourself and explain to us if you've invested in any of these we'd love to hear from you because i am so enthralled and curious it's everything i see right now on twitter from every major news outlet is talking about this and i'm like wait what the hell is this
0: this is why the nba is so good right they are the most innovative people of all i don't think
1: it was even that like but no
0: but they but they're the ones that are licensed right now right yes the nfl doing this Right, I, I, I'm uh, sure, is Major League I'm Baseball sure, doing this.
1: Based on this, I'm sure they're making phone calls. <laughs> I'm gonna like type in NFL Top Shot and see what comes up. Let's see. yeah. So, one day ago on Forbes, NBA Top Shot, a crypto-based platform for video collectibles, soars past two hundred million dollars in total sales. Since sales going of what? Live, I those packs? No, those packs. Those... I get it.
0: I get. I get what they did, but I don't understand what Six you're getting. Months? Isn't that you isn't isn't that same lebron james highlight on youtube what am i missing i understand that it's i get that someone's paying for it wonderful but like that's not uniquely mine like if i get a pack of cards i honus wagner the honus wagner card right like that's mine
1: Right? I, I own I, it. I, I know. Well, you own I that now. You own this digital moment in time is it the way you read But it? what makes
0: that digital moment in time special I, that's other than the YouTube clip that's for free on everybody else? I I agree. I this is where we you feel like a grandfather right now? Or no, are our listeners
1: I've, going like I no, no, yeah, no, of course no, the no, idiots no, this is no. the way that, I, this is I've, happening. I've I've reached out to numerous people who I would think might have the answers, and they were like, "I don't know. I guess <laughs> I. It's either a massive scam in a bubble, or it's a new world of collecting art, but it's all digital." Because I was reading like Gary V was talking about it, and then like I mentioned Cuban, which this Cuban will be a great segue because we you know we're so good at those on in, in, in this on the show as well. That They're both those um people are buying digital land. And I'm like, what the hell is digital land? Digital land? Yeah, like on blockchain, like they're buying land, real estate, on digital. And I'm like, what does that? I can't. What does that mean? It's just what more. You, what do you
0: build? It on It just said confirms.
1: Land. Listen, we live in a simulation. That's that's all it boils down to. We live in a simulation. We're all just the sims. We got things landing on Mars now. Like we're we're, we're we've got off the. That must blow grid. your mind. Oh, that thing blew my mind. I was so giddy watching that. It's like it's <laughs> By the way, you didn't find that cool. No, I did. One of the pictures that sent. What's it called? Perseverance. Perseverance. Yep.
0: That was kind of mind effy. Is when it looked back at Earth and took a picture, and it's like this little dot. Yeah, it's. And I was like. I don't know if that stresses me out or like calms me down.
1: I think it calms me down. I think it like so. It's one of those more of what we talk about moment of clarity. is like okay, we are like a speck of dust just spinning around in this thing. It, it's fine. It's all fine. It all is fine. It's it'll all be fine. There's things. There's there's literally something on another planet just roving around right now, chilling, while we're sitting down here just talking about NBA Top Shot, which. It's we need someone to come on.
0: I yeah I, I agree. Someone needs to teach us about this.
1: Yeah, it's like multiple NBA players are involved. Dapper Labs has reported becomes talks with retired NBA players to secure rights to historical highlights. So, what? yeah, what? I don't know. Well, That's what was your
0: segue for um, Mark Cuban? Shark
1: Spike Tank. Ball. Yeah, Shark Tanks. Spike Ball. So great fun interview like awesome that, fun just a we fun, got a fun interview fun interview, interview. fun, fun interview. interview not not like anything deep no real just it was it was one of those where you could just easily ask questions because we were curious
0: i could have went on i could have talked to chris for another hour but like we did that what in the afternoon it was like five or six o'clock And my right?
1: house was literally upside down Yeah.
0: Right. So I'm like, I could talk to you for another hour, but if I don't go upstairs right now, I think the world's going to explode. So, um, I, I thought he was great. Right. So like he spent, you know, talked about how he's, you know, used to play spike ball and it was nothing right. It was like this own little thing, fell in love with it, spent 900 bucks or something like that to buy the trademark and the website and took it to now, you know, multiple millions of dollars, uh, I love the story, of I'm a Shark Tank fanatic. I really like Shark Tank, so yeah, remember it's like you said that. I we watch Shark Tank a lot, and I'm interested. And I remember when he did it, right, and I'm like enthralled just by it, right. One of the things that was kind of crazy that he said was the uh, the 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 set is in like a uh, airplane hangar, where the ceilings are like 80 feet tall and they just build this little set around here and that's how you do it. And, and, you ever see like the doors whoosh open? It's just two guys pushing it, right? There's no like, electronics to it. It's just two guys pushing it. He's like, all right, you ready? One, two, three, push. And I was like, all right. TV magic, baby. And the funny thing, the funniest thing, uh, and they, they edit it, right? So a couple of things that blew my mind. One, that, he says once you blow that, you go out there and they're playing that music and they got the Shark Tank music. You go out there, and uh, then they start their pitch. Hello, sharks. My name is Chris Ruder and I'm the CEO of Spikeball and blah blah. He says that they go out there, they open these doors. Your must be your heart must be pounding. You're ready to run through the wall. You get out there and then you got to stop. You just sit there for two minutes yeah. while they like adjust lights and TVs and cameras, uh, and then you go. Let me tell you about my pitch. Like, those two minutes is said, you've got to be silent. No one's talking. And that's, like, the got to be the weirdest two minutes ever. Totally.
1: You're just staring at celebrities who are just looking at you probably with, like, death stare because that's who they are. And then they're looking right through. And they don't even know what you – the crazy part was I was shocked to find out they don't know what they're about to be pitched. Yeah, that was like a true like, oh, okay, let me learn about this. That's crazy to me. I would have been like, oh, there's got to be some kind of like Hollywood. Yeah, it's it, that's the, that's, I said to him, "I said that's one of the most reality shows I've ever heard. That's like actually reality. And the other thing that I found very interesting. So on the show,
0: they do a deal, right? Damon John yep. does a deal with them. Um, I forget what the number was,
1: 500 grand or something like that. And then the deal falls apart. They actually never did the deal. Because, yeah, Damon wanted to do more about licensing with Marvel and putting other stuff. Yeah, so anyway,
0: it's, I encourage, if you haven't listened to it, uh, please do so. Uh, It's really interesting. I just found it really interesting. We got to send him our address. He said he would help us out with uh, a... Spikeball set. Spikeball set. I'd play Spikeball. Totally. Have have you ever done it? I have not. It's funny. It's like two days after, neighbors out there in the yard. uh, Kids are probably two in high school. They out in the driveway playing spike ball. Really? Yeah. They are just having a good time playing spike ball. I was like, ah, talk to the CEO of that guy, of that company. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> um, like, apparently, yeah, I know a guy now. Yeah, he, no. But he also gave, towards the end, some good advice. They were just, they hired their, like, 40th person. Yep. And, you know, so we were asked, like, all right, you just hired your 40th person. Like, how did you hire them? Where did they come from? What, what made you hire them? And they gave some really good insight there. So, um, I would go well, listen to the, Chris Ruder, the, the
1: Ball CEO. The one of the, I think the intriguing part, and I think what we talk about is your story, right? I think one of the key things that came out of the interview was Chris decided to do a bike bike ride from Seattle to Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., so yeah. from Seattle to, like, D.C. And he got hired because of that? Cause Seattle's
0: had, in Washington, so that wouldn't be that far of a yeah. bike
1: ride. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, he went down the street. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. you went from Seattle to Washington. Uh, that's pretty lazy. Um, so he, he had that story that got him a job and then he said the other people who reached out to him and just told him some crazy stories about what they were doing and who they were, he was intrigued by them more so than their resume or their yeah, GPA. some like mushroom hunter guy. Yeah, right? the mushroom hunter, Mushroom hunters. Up in Canada, they didn't find any mushrooms. When he said that, I thought they were like the the, the magic mushroom guys, like looking for Yeah, right? mushrooms.
0: Like, they were really high. They <laughs> thought they were on the back of a unicorn. <laughs> they, they were and looking for psychedelic
1: mushrooms. And then when their drug their drug empire fell apart, they came and worked for Spikeball. So was... I found it great
0: that they was trying to make it like an Olympic sport.
1: I You know, I was just throwing that out there. And he's like, yeah, we're actually talking to them. I'm like, really? like, what? Okay. And he called it like the –
0: the brand is Spikeball, but the game they play is called what? Round net or something round like net. that? Yep. Yep. Round netball. Round net or round net well, ball? Well, no, or
1: like the the no the the league will be round, round net. net.
0: Round yeah, because he said he wants some, something simple. He's like like basketball. basketball. Yeah, baseball. Football, baseball,
1: right? Get, very get they very dumbed down things when you break it down. Like he said, like you think the word football it's like i don't where did soccer come from right i don't know it's the international game of football
0: i get how that is Where's what where,
1: where did it, where soccer wo- come from i don't know where the
0: word soccer come
1: from i don't know because that's the only one that doesn't really make sense right so like the international game of football yep get it yeah right
0: it makes no, sense to football
1: me. makes way more sense for that sport than soccer
0: right i don't know what the word soccer means other than related to the game that it plays no, you see what no. I'm saying? Yeah, no. Where, air, where, where what does where does soccer come
1: from? Well, hockey doesn't really. Yeah, right. Ice we, though. Ice hockey. The ice, I guess, but hockey. I, you know, for an advice giving podcast, <laughs> we've come up with more questions today <laughs> than answers. <laughs> That's okay. That means we get interaction from our from our listeners who might. I We'd mean, love I mean, to. Someone tell us. We where could easily Google is... this, but we're not going to. So someone just going. tell us. Someone nope. just tell us. There's nope. gotta be. Some type of, it derives from some other Native American type thing with probably hockey or some Intuit thing. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I have no idea. I Canadian. Mean, it's got to be coming come yeah, from I'm Canada. Yeah, I'm completely making this up. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that interview was fun. That was like, I would define that as a fun interview. It was a light, light-hearted interview. Very entertaining. If, if you're a fan of Shark Tank, for sure check it out because his behind-the-scenes story on that alone was worth listening to. And I, 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 I enjoyed Chris immensely.
0: I, I thought he was great, right? He was just the, he was us. He was just like bullshitting with us.
1: Yeah, it's just we were literally. That was our first interview like, that we've done with people on video too. Yeah, that was cool. Did we record? Did you have? Do you have the video? I don't, because we told him we wouldn't do that. He asked oh, that. That's question. right. We, did say, that. we um, did say that. So, and then the other, th- I don't think it was there was any issue with it. I just we just didn't give him the heads up. Uh, and then we had another interview come out in the past week. David Cohen. Yeah. David, from- I. The Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Second
0: Boston Celtics employee we've got.
1: We have. And so we um, talked about his career path. He's been with the Celtics uh, forever. I think we've already broken this interview down, by the way, now that I'm saying this again, because he he started his career actually with your current franchise, the Paw Sox, as an intern, but then has remained only with the Celtics for the last 13, 14 years. They... uh, uh, Paw Sox have,
0: like, turned out, like... Crazy interns. The general manager of the Red Sox now is a former Paw Sox uh, intern.
1: bloom was the – Not Heimbloom, the
0: guy runner. Oh, the, Brian O'Halloran. Brian O'Halloran. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, he – he uh, Paw Sox intern. Um, Sean McDonough – not Sean McDonough. Um, uh, the – geez, oh, man. Uh, Don Orsillo. Don Orsillo. Uh, Don Orsillo was uh, – came through there. Yeah. Um, not uh will fleming is the uh, red sox radio broadcaster now his brother also came through the uh red sox the patriots radio broadcaster came through um bob Sosi bob yep he was he was a paw Sox employee I, i'm sure i could go through a million of them but uh guy who's you know one of the vice presidents a uh, learfield who's uh so what you what are you going to be next Probably never. Those are really smart, <laughs> talented human beings.
1: They were just interns. You're the SVP I, of the team.
0: And and I am far from that. Oh, right. I'm just a guy who, uh, you know, I'm just a guy. You're just a I'm guy. Just a guy. Just I'm just a guy. A guy in, enjoy it. it. Just a guy, guy with a podcast. Guy with a podcast. And I've also been interviewing like a million people. We had a, a virtual job fair um, this past week, you know, hiring ushers and ticket takers and ticket sellers and all that stuff. Yep. Um. Very good, right? So you got to hire everybody in Pawtucket, right? You probably had to hire I don't know, excuse me, twenty people, fifty people from people who would quit, and you'd have to fill their positions, right? You got to start all over, right? You're gonna have two hundred people there working a game, from ushers to the uh, you know people in the concession stands to you know everything, right? So we had two, we had over a thousand people at a two-day job fair, Um, virtual, right? So it wasn't in person. It was virtual. So you use this platform that kind of did the job fair virtually. Very interesting. But most of the stuff was like hourly stuff. Um, But we have, um, you know, I've been talking through, what, since January about these employees, these new new jobs that we posted. Uh Uh-huh. We have officially filled one of them. Which one? We have... Officially filled the corporate partnership services, job.
1: Oh, Mazel
0: tov. Thank you. The guy um, uh, was from, uh, he came his last stop was the Miami Dolphins and um, was really? working in partnerships there. And uh, native Worcester, native of Worcester. Wanted to come home. Uh, mm. Wanted to come home. And, um, you know, he's kind of, we'll call it the full-time, part-time role. Um, and a common friend between us, Ben Bianchi. Oh
1: f- God, no! We're not going to talk Ben Bianchi right now. Are we? Ben
0: Ben Bianchi, still one of my <laughs> one of my favorite I was, people. I was texting
1: with him the other day. Uh, there, there. We don't have. We could do three podcasts on Ben Bianchi and never cover enough ben Bi- enough I, stories.
0: <laughs> he is one of the
1: most entertaining human beings I've ever. Been. There's that is a good way to put it. You two in a room together would blow my mind. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would not be so, able to handle Ben Bianchi and Rob Crane in the same room, because I would just would know. What to, I wouldn't know which way to turn. I would be so enthralled and so entertained. So Bianchi
0: and I, uh, how we got to know each other. So like, he before the setup was a little different. He right? was the like,
1: DFN of the Paw Sox, right?
0: Right. He would. He he ran. He, you know, he was in all of our meetings, and like he was like the Paw Sox connection. So him and I connected when I got here, pretty close, and you know we just started, you know, uh, talking. That would like, be a
1: podcast for the ages. We got to oh, get Ben on. We, we got to bring, bring on ben. ben. Now
0: he's what senior director of corporate partnerships with for the, the Dol- uh, yeah, Dolphins. with the Dolphins. Yeah. and insane stories. This guy is just like, you know, uh, I remember stories that he would tell me that he like he used to live on top of a bar and on the Cape during the summer, and um, you know his his, his wife good. is
1: for. He's from Columbia.
0: Columbia. And then he moved uh, to Miami. And moved to Miami like <laughs> I don't know. And Miami is the perfect place for Ben Bialy. Oh, it's
1: it's like the the seersucker suits. Like he's like literally his style, everything, it's just is exactly and what he's, what you from, think. he's from uh he's from um whatchamacallit? Pittsfield. He's from where Berkshire is from bank. like Western Mass. He's from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And, and he's for those people who don't
0: know, right, we're in however many countries we are and all over the country, listen to this. Pittsfield, Massachusetts. You think Massachusetts, you think Boston, right? City. Pittsfield, there is nothing. It is like you know middle there? of nowhere.
1: You know what's headquartered there?
0: Pittsfield, Berkshire uh, Bank. Berkshire Bank. Oh yeah, right. I would not... <laughs> not Berkshire Bank, they could be my most favorite client of all time or you know, not a client at all. That's
1: or a not a client at all. Are not a client at all. Who knows?
0: <laughs> um but anyway, um uh he's just so Pittsfield there's nothing, right? Just trees, windy roads and nothing.
1: Um and he's from there. He's just like I love the guy. I love the guy. Like, he he took me to a famous hot dog place in Pittsfield, Massachusetts one day after a meeting that he and I went to out there, and the stories of him he used to do like yoga in the in the conference room before a meeting and like get all like stretching like he he was just he used to do what like yoga out in the conference room to like stretch before a meeting and like always keep himself centered like he's just a, he's a character he's an amazing I love him I love him he is he is a legend from Fenway sports management legend. Legend. legend 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 anyway
0: but he he called me and told me the guy was uh, that we hired was good and i said all right bianchi i'll i'll i'll, I'll at least talk to him how about that and he you know he's got dolphins on his resume he he's worth a conversation and then the guy was far away the best candidate and very rarely do you actually get the candidate that you want it feels like a lot of times your number 1 goes somewhere else or you can't work out finances or something right the hometown
1: definitely helps right that's got to be the, the big...
0: hometown he's like fourth generation
1: Worcester oh right? so, so yeah so he's like the Bianchi of Pittsfield
0: <laughs> yeah and uh sacred heart sacred heart guy and uh hoops player so pre-pandemic I love playing basketball that was like my you're running is my playing basketball a couple times a week it is I need to be physically competitive against another human being right it's just in my DNA and uh He's like 6'4, played on the Sacred Heart basketball team, so he's he's my uh he's gonna be one of my guys that uh, that uh, you know comes play hoops with me in the morning.
1: Last fun fact about Ben Bianchi and Pittsfield, his father was the mayor. <laughs> <For> <laughs> of course like, he was. Like of course years. he was. <laughs> exactly. I think I knew that.
0: And they had a place on the Cape that like um, that he would always go to during the summer and he'd like spend four months a year. Like he like he would get out of college, he went to UMass, right? He did, yep. And so you get out of college in May and spend May till August, like just effing around on the Cape.
1: Just an absolute gem of a human being, the best He's way to describe him.
0: <laughs> He's the greatest. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we hired uh, Dan. And, congrats, uh,
1: congrats, Dan.
0: Congrats, Dan. He made it
1: uh, LinkedIn official today. So oh, I guess welcome, that's a real welcome to the Fenway family, buddy. Yep. And then
0: uh, we still haven't filled the. Uh, you hired him
1: just for Bianchi stories. I may
0: have, yeah. <laughs> oh God, uh, just, his his first go. day was Monday, uh, so we've been in a couple meetings.
1: So together, you're still, but, what's the? You're still hiring group? Was a group sale or? Yeah,
0: that one's been more difficult, but uh, we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: I might apply. We'll get there. Ah, please, please do. I might go back to my roots and just like sling some. You know what I? Oh, you know. Speaking of good segues to going back to my roots and slinging rotary clubs. Don't do what the Mariner CEO did. Oh jeez! Oh man! Holy cow! <laughs> oh. If
0: you guys haven't seen that, it's like he was talking. Basically, how do, we, how do I describe? How do I describe this? That he was basically talking on to a his Rotary Club. Rotary Club, right? It was a Chamber of Commerce. It doesn't matter. No, it was a
1: Rotary. It was a Rotary Club. It was like the, the guys were like 110, which is a Rotary Club. <laughs> like he's just talking to a Rotary Club, talking <laughs> trash about his current, talking players. trash about everybody. Yeah. And like the after it
0: was got out, he got fired. And he was with them like 25 years after it got out. Like, that was the major league baseball players and the owners are about to go into a knockout, dragout negotiation, right? Yep. We kind of understand that that's coming. Please don't remind me about that. <laughs> that
1: audio and it's video is going to be played in their negotiation.
0: Let me talk in my opening arguments. See exhibit A, yeah, there's no exhibit B because this. Is systemic in your organization. That's what the. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that, but
1: that's what the players I can imagine are going to be like. First, yeah, thing. it was it was like, what are you doing? You're the CEO. First of all, why is he talking to a Rotary Club? He's the CEO of a, ba- a major league baseball team. No offense to Rotary Clubs, but like, come on. Like,
0: I don't. I will say this: the uh, Omaha Rotary Club. Uh, <laughs> I was suburban Rotary. I was part of. There was like 200 people that would go to lunch every day.
1: No, I, every. It was Miley one of the best in, things that I ever did. Every te- minor league team in America has to be part of the Rotary Club. I understand that, but like. The, yeah, the but not to Seattle Mariners presidency. <laughs> the CEO of the Seattle Mariners, like. Tough. That and then to lose your job over that, like, oh. Yeah. So Tough. anyway, think before you speak, everybody. Uh, Rob and I don't do that too often, but that's a key lesson in anything in life: is think before you speak, because you can end up on the unemployment line. Because you went and shit-talked your whole entire organization, your current players. And he talked about James Paxton being like, oh, we're going to lowball him. And then like James Paxton signed two days later with the Mariners. I'm like, oh, that had to sit well. And then he talked about his star prospects not being good at English and oh, translators. Just it's just oh, just but not a
0: good idea. You know what is a good idea? Is, uh San Diego State University's sports NBA program. This episode of Front Office Features is brought to you by San Diego State Sports NBA Program. Last week, and we talked about it, we did a QA and uh, a with applicants to the sports NBA and featured uh, alumni Sean Bell of the uh, Warriors and Jamie Clem of LAFC. Shout out to uh, Larry Friedman, the CBE chief business officer and number two guest on Front Office Features. Uh, We answered some questions about uh, our roles and discussed uh, how a degree like the one from SDSU Sports MBA can help further your career in today's sports industry. Uh, We've got a replay, Um, so uh, we'll put that on our social media, uh, and uh, you can click on the link. Uh, And then this coming Monday, March 1st, is the deadline to start your application uh, for fall of 2021, uh, for fall of 2021, Uh, for more information visit sdsu.edu backslash sports mba uh and no gre's none of that kind of stuff either so sdsu.edu backslash sports mba and you could become the potential uh cmo of uh front office features as your uh as your project
1: that's enough reason to join sdsu tomorrow it's good in itself. I just got a funny text. So, this is disparaging of the Cincinnati Bengals, whatever. Nobody in human history has ever sent a text message about the Bengals winning a playoff game. Bengals last playoff win, 1991. First text message sent, 1992. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. That's fantastic. Uh, that's, that's really funny. That's funny. Uh, it made me laugh. gave me a chuckle.
0: Right. The, uh, I'm like glued to the... Um, NFL kind of stuff right now because I am the very media interested. rights no uh, media rights yes very big um, and uh, very interested in that but like from a fan standpoint like what the Steelers are going to do with Ben Roethlisberger still he's got kind of like a uh, massive capital massive, right? massive, massive he's gonna, he'll have
1: to rework that like, of course but is he going to retire no he said he wants to come back oof Tomlin. The Steelers are better
0: with him than without him.
1: For next year for sure, but long next term Next year for
0: sure and long term no. They just need to be like he needs a swan song, right? He needs to go out and be like this is my last year.
1: He's been Take... saying that
0: for 10 years. Yes, it said that. By the way, Vintage Ben like 08 is unbelievable. That's like 13 unbelievable.
1: Years, that's 13 years ago.
0: Right. That was it was very good. But anyway, um anything else we've been talking for. Well, oh, you want to talk uh NFL media rights?
1: It's probably too late in the end to get into that now. Well, if you haven't, um, they're uh, we definitely save, we could save that for next week,
0: right? There's uh, they're coming and they are going to be big with yeah. lots of bees.
1: Yeah, lots of double bees. So All right, holy buckets!
0: <laughs> it's a, uh, they uh, I I, I just the, uh, I saw ESPN and ESPN slash Disney. They're like a billion dollars off.
1: Yeah, that. It's all posturing negotiations. They'll figure it out. I mean, the the thing about live television without getting too... there's nothing else. There's literally nothing else other than sports. It's like the top 50, not even sports, the NFL. Yeah. Like the the top 50
0: shows, like ratings over the, look look it up, over the last year, like 46 of them are NFL games. And it's like week six, uh,
1: Packers, Cowboys at four o'clock. But you know what's crazy is because of the number of games, baseball actually ends up with more viewers. Yeah, right. That's uh, that's not that's um,
0: that's not surprising. One of the things that we always used to sell is, um, you know, we had more fans than like the Patriots, right? Because like you only can go to eight games. Right. There's sixty thousand. So half a million people. It's like four hundred and twenty thousand people. Right. So it's like
1: it's the same people at every game.
0: And it's the same people at every game. It's all right.
1: Not to disparage the New England Patriots.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. The Patriots are great.
1: I, no, I, but yeah, it's I got no uh, issues
0: with the business people. It'll be a
1: it's gonna be big sports news coming and we can break that down for everybody. But I asked you earlier, please rate, subscribe, follow, tweet, reach out to us about NBA Top Shot. I wanna know. I need can to Can I know. say this?
0: Can I say that I I mean I don't mean to inter- interrupt you. I no. started off this podcast with like I um you know, stubble, uh, trouble uh being in the present moment of what's going on i was totally enthralled with what we were talking about i didn't even like didn't think about anything else at all this podcast at least for me helps me just like relax well,
1: chill like I this was just fun send you my therapist bill in the mail please do and it usually comes in like uh whiskey when you, we can, hang you can pay me you can pay me in uh, top shot trading top cards. shot jesus you could Go buy a pack of videos. You, by the way, I, I just, get this. if you don't think I'm not going into CRM tonight and claiming them and going to reach out to them because it sees it says they're about to do MLB stuff, you're out of your damn mind. You're going to have a green monster sign before the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Mark it down, baby. All right. I'll talk to you later. Later.